Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We are. We are. We are Cultivate. 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 We are Cultivate. Thank you so much for tuning in to Weird Distractions Podcast. This was a weekly show where I, your host Alex, rotate discussing true crime cases, paranormal hotspots, eerie folklore tales, urban legends, and the occasional conspiracy theory to provide you, and more than likely what Sam DeStefano may have considered a weird distraction from everyday life. For the very last episode of Weird Distractions, I figured I would chat about a haunted cemetery because you know, this show is supposed to be put to rest. Introducing the Moon Point Cemetery, a haunted staple located within northern Illinois in the United States. Apparently, this cemetery predates the Civil War, which means it's old and bound to many years of different local lores being passed down. Due to potential coarse language, distressing topics, and other potential disturbing adult themes that could be discussed today, listener discretion is advised. Situated between the towns of Streeter and Reading is the old Moon Point Cemetery, originally referred to as Moon Creek Cemetery. This cemetery, which seems to be nestled on a square plot of land within some woods, may seem like your average pioneer cemetery, and yet there's something about it that brings us all together today to learn about it. The history of the cemetery is tied to the Moon family, specifically Jacob Moon, his wife Leah, and their kids, Reese, Albert, Jane, Thomas, and Margaret. Jacob was born in Virginia on October 20th of 1781, and eventually he and his family made their way to Livingston County, Illinois. Accounts claim that the Moons settled along a winding creek near a wooded area, which I'm sure to them was their very own slice of heaven on earth. I should mention the Moon family were one of the first to settle in this area in the early 1800s, after Jacob was done battling in the War of 1812, of course. By the 1830s and onwards, the Moon family reportedly became very wealthy farmers and large stock dealers, quickly making a name for themselves and establishing their dominance in the area. Because of this, the area the family resided in was referred to as Moon Point, The creek that was nearby the Moon's family home was called Moon Creek, and so on and so forth. Basically, if it was nearby where the Moon family once lived, it was called something Moon-related. Jacob, Leah, and their children, except for their daughter Jane, would be buried in the adjacent property across from the family home, which Jacob had previously purchased, and thus the birth of the Moon Point Cemetery was born. Descendants and relatives of the Moon family would soon find themselves forever resting at Moon Point Cemetery, along with locals to the area who claimed their own spots on the grounds. Time passed on, and it seemed like there wasn't a lot going on at Moon Point to make note of, That is, until the 1960s, 
when it's believed that local teens and just people that were bored on the weekends stumbled upon the then unpopular gravesite and began throwing out horror stories in order to terrify one another. Which has worked, since people are still repeating these tales to this very day. It reminds me of an old pioneer cemetery that's local to me. It's on a single-lane dirt road, hugged by large trees, and just a powerful surge of wonder and mystery as you get closer to the old gravestones. You may recall this tale from a previous midweek mini-spook, where I think it was either myself or former host Christy who discussed the lore of Mary Rutherford. If you haven't tuned in to that episode yet, essentially the lore is that there is this woman named Mary, who may or may not have been a witch, depending on who is telling the story, who died by suicide after being stood up at the altar on her wedding day. And now, people believe, her gravesite is cursed. Anyone who touches her gravestone will experience some kind of bad luck, whether it be your car will break down or you will break a bone of sorts. Although it's never been proven that Mary Rutherford was a witch, it has been proven that the Mary that is buried at the ill-kept West Bentick Presbyterian Cemetery was married, and thus creating a hole in the local lore. But the area in which the West Bentick Presbyterian Cemetery occupies is a pretty rural area with not a lot for teens or young adults to do. Once people made their way out to the gravesite, the story started. This same phenomena that happened close to home for me has happened in many parts of the world, in particular at Moon Point Cemetery. The specific local lore of Moon Point Cemetery claims that there's this female apparition or entity known as the Hatchet Lady. There seems to be a few stories about who the Hatchet Lady was and why she seems to pop around Moon Point Cemetery, in particularly during full moons. One News Tribune article by Mary Beth Wilson noted that the Hatchet Lady was a local woman whose daughter tragically died, resulting in the Hatchet Lady's own mental breakdown. The daughter was allegedly buried in Moon Point, and after her death, her mother would hang around her gravesite, apparently wielding a hatchet. I'm assuming maybe it's because the daughter was murdered? It's kind of one of those things where the lore is just brief enough where you kind of start trying to fill in your own gaps as to, okay, well, maybe it's because of this, and maybe this happened, but again, it's local lore. Who knows? The other rendition of the tale somewhat fits the same narrative, except it's a mother who lost her son at war. Some people believe that the Hatchet Lady may be a former local witch whose house is close by the cemetery. After dealing with countless trespassers, the witch allegedly took any unwanted guests with, you guessed it, a hatchet, making sure that they or anyone else they knew would never bother her again. I did a little bit of digging, and the only death that took place nearby that combines parts of this lore is the murder of John Marinus Shack Jr., and I'm hoping I'm pronouncing his last name right, but I feel like I'm butchering it. No pun intended. In a direct quote from the previously mentioned News Tribune article, quote, According to death records, only one of the buried met their death at the end of a hatchet. John Marinus Shack Jr. was murdered on June 26, 1886. According to the Streeter Daily Free Press, John was not killed at the hands of a hatchet-wielding female. He was killed by a fellow countryman during a drunken brawl at the number three coal mine, end quote. But if you ask locals, the hatchet lady story is just eerie enough to keep them aware from visiting the Moon Point Cemetery at night, again, especially during a full moon. Accounts of disembodied children's laughter, along with colored orbs and vehicle malfunctions, have been some of the paranormal phenomena said to take place at Moon Point. 
The voice of a woman yelling, get out, has also been supposedly heard by visitors who dare come at night. A warning from what many suspect to be the hatchet lady herself. Others have claimed to hear footsteps in dead leaves and witness shadow figures dart from one end to the property to the next. It's hard to say who or what could be haunting this old cemetery, whether it's those of the past or the conjured up tales from present time. Nonetheless, Moonpoint will continue to hold onto our attentions with wonder as to what someone will experience next. And with that, I know it's short, but it's time to wrap up this week's episode. Cemeteries are often labeled as being sole places to mourn, which isn't untrue by any means. But they're also spots for celebrating, remembering, and experiencing. I think it just depends on each person's perspective of death. Especially for those who believe that life does not necessarily end with physical death. As we've learned today, there are some curious cemetery seekers who continue to hunt for the truth at Moonpoint. Whether you believe in the afterlife or not, you have to admit that haunted cemeteries at least are cool to learn about, even if it is to take up a fraction of your time while you avoid doing those house tours you've been putting off. Speaking of distractions, I want to take a small moment before wrapping up completely to say thank you, yes you, for tuning in to today's episode. I know it's the final hurrah of weird distractions, but I don't want this to be considered a sad time. Actually, the opposite. I want longtime listeners to celebrate the end of this chapter and everything we've learned and talked about over the last almost four years. There's been so many cases covered, so many paranormal locations discussed, and all kinds of weird or morbidly interesting topics chat about during that span. I know personally I've learned so much more about the criminal justice system, I've learned so many different cases, I've learned how to research better, and just overall, I've just learned a lot during this process, and I hope that's been the same for everyone tuning in. I've also met some of my best friends while doing this show, which ironically enough started with me and my best friend hosting it. For that, I'm forever grateful for this opportunity and forever grateful to have this space to have met all these different people. Because without it, I don't know if I would have. At the end of the day, Weird Distractions has been much more than a hobby or a second job to my life. It's been my creative outlet, my safe place to get lost in, and has allowed me to keep learning about things that I care about while also learning more about myself as a person. So thank you for tuning in. I hope I was able to give you what you all gave to me. While I'm gone, if you're looking for another show to tune into each week, please check out the other shows on the Cultivate Network. I'm sure you'll love them as much as I do. You may even catch yours truly on a featured episode on maybe a Cultivate Network show, or maybe hear some future updates about what I'm up to on some of the shows. But for the last time, if you need a distraction, I got you. Bye. Bye.